Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wired In. I'm your host, Blake Johnson, alongside my co-host, Spencer Coles. And we are excited to come back with another episode full of fantastic content. And we've actually got quite a bit of uh, fun stuff to talk about in the realms of gaming and movies. So uh, make sure and stick around for that. And if you would... If you would, um, give us a like or follow on whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, I believe we're available on Google Podcast, Apple, Spotify, all the all the big ones. You can follow us there. And uh, if you would, just give us a five-star rating and review. And just share it with friends and family, whoever likes to listen to podcasts like this. We would definitely appreciate that. But uh, yeah, before we really get into the show, Spencer, it's it's been a minute, but how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I uh, had the day off, so I thought, you know, what, uh, what, what better way to, you know, get back into the swing of things than check catching up on some uh, because, dude, th- like, there's been a ton of stuff that's been um, dropping lately with, uh, especially with the whole Sony event. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, I've just been just been kicking it. And, uh, Sweet. How about you? How are you uh, just into the old Springfield mo? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's going well here. I, I will say I had a pretty rough week last week because the uh, ragweed count was pretty high for most of the week, so I was suffering. Yeah. And where I work, they like to leave the doors open because it's a factory and there's, like, no air conditioning in the plant. So they just, like, have all these types of fans all over the place blowing air, and then they leave the doors open so the pollen gets in, which is great for someone like me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's right. it's been rough. So, there, you know, there there might be a day I'll go in, I'll feel just perfect, and then a few hours later I'll start feeling like garbage, or I'll feel fine the whole next day, and it's just, it's, it's fun. But other than that, it's actually been uh, pretty enjoyable to be back here, and, uh, yeah, I've... Uh, adjusted well and i've actually moved to uh an evening shift now so i'm kind of through the training phase at my full-time job so I get to sleep in every day which i've i've missed i've very much missed so. <laughs> what you mean tell me you don't enjoy waking up at 5 a.m oh sucks i hate it i mean i, I loved getting <laughs> off early in the afternoon but man having to get up and go to bed you know early for me is just it sucks but this will this will this will work but but yeah, um, we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. Like you mentioned with the with the Sony event with the PlayStation. I don't, see, I thought it was called State of Play, but I guess it wasn't. It was like PlayStation yeah, see, Showcase that's or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's what I thought too. But I get, I guess not. It was just a, a, a showcase. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I think both of us are really uh, eager to get to it. Uh, particularly one aspect of the announcement that they uh, put out that I was not expecting just kind of popped out of nowhere but um yeah i did go see um i did go see the shang chi and the legend of the ten rings marvel movie over the weekend i've been meaning to go see that and uh yeah finally took some time and went to go watch it at the theater and i i know i have to say it was pretty good i i enjoyed it it was uh it, it's not your typical marvel movie in the sense that I mean, there, there's most of the characters in the film I had never seen before. There were a couple, um, like there were there were a couple characters that you'd seen in a couple uh, Marvel films for like years ago, but most of them were were brand new characters. So it was kind of refreshing <laughs> to just watch like an original story that I had never heard of. I'd never heard of Shang Chi before, um, so it was nice to just kind of watch something new. And I thought I thought they did a good job with it. There was the you know the 
the typical Marvel humor that's in a lot of these films, but it, I mean, it was it was done really well. And uh, yeah, I I thought I thought they did well with the protagonist and building up his character. I thought they they did a good job with that. And um, it definitely seems like by the end of the film that I mean, obviously we're going to see more of this character, but I think we're going to be seeing Shang Chi pretty soon in one of the upcoming films. But yeah, I mean, I again, solid film. I think you know you should go see it and uh i mean it's it's not my favorite but it's 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 certainly up there and um i liked how it it relied on like different um aspects of like asian cultures and and stuff like that and the like the training and the karate and and all the stuff um it kind of reminded me in some ways of black panther as far as like it it bringing in these different cultures and these different stuff that you're not used to seeing in uh, a typical Marvel film, so it was it was kind of cool, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a fun movie. So and it dominated over the weekend. By the way, it actually uh, I think it got like thirty five point eight million over the weekend. Oh wow! Um, and I think second place was like three million, so <laughs> or five million, I guess. Malignant. I don't know what that movie is, but uh, but yeah, I mean it it. I don't remember what numbers it came out with, but um, I guess it's already on track to cross two hundred million, um, which no movie's done that since I think early last year, right before the pandemic really started. So, yeah, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, no, it, uh, I'll have I have to give it a watch. I haven't uh, I haven't seen it to, like to, me, to be honest. I've been kind of uh, holding off on it because. Phase four of the, of the MCU has just been downright abysmal. Uh, <laughs> like I just yeah, we'll but, see how um, the other movies turn yeah. out. But as far as this one being like its own thing, um, I I liked that part of it. So it was nice that it didn't rely too much on you know prior characters or prior plot points. Even it just did its own thing. So yeah, I, I think you'll like it. Hmm, interesting yeah but, uh, and um and, and it's and it's funny too because um uh we, we were talking a little bit we were talking a little bit about this uh uh before we started recording but um uh but they just dropped the new matrix trailer recently mm. and uh you know i would i have to say i'm i was a little apprehensive when i learned that both the wachowskis wouldn't be writing this movie and after seeing the trailer i'm i'm, I'm still a little, i'm still a little wary like it's just it it I, it really gives off the vibes of it just being kind of following the same track as the uh the star wars sequel trilogy movies where it's just nostalgia bait and character assassination like mm-hmm. i like i want it to be good but i i i don't know i'm i'm a little apprehensive about it like plus the not to mention that the fact that lawrence fishburne isn't going to be in it and see, they actually showed that trailer when I went to see Shang Chi, and I noticed the 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 black character that was with Keanu. It, is that what uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character is supposed to be? Was he replaced, or is this just a completely new character that's that's with? Yeah, um, see, that's that's what I'm curious about. Um, it seems like they're just recasting Morpheus. Okay. Um, it seems that they're recasting Morpheus with a different actor. Um, I, I mean, again, my, my theory is that it's basically just going to be a, a soft reboot, that they're just rebooting everything, but keeping some of the original cast members, like, in it. 
but for the most part. And it's just so funny because I've heard so many people trying to justify it as like, oh, well, Lawrence Fishburne's old and everything, so it's like, it makes sense that he's not in it. I'm like, bitch, Keanu's like 57. Like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> he's not much older than him. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of a lame excuse, I think. But that'd be so weird if they recasted Lawrence Fishburne because, I mean, I've only seen the first Matrix, so I don't remember a whole lot of it. And I, I've heard nothing but awful stuff about the, the sequels, so I didn't even bother. Two um, was so, two had some really interesting fight scenes, but there were there were definitely moments in the movie where it just came to a halt because it just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially the uh, the architect scenes, like it just... It brings everything to a halt. Um, and well, then the I, th- third I think one, if they would yeah, have cast Nicolas really Cage in it, it probably would have been fine. But oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I I would have been interested to see a, a Nicolas Cage in. Uh, <laughs> was he supposed to be? Was he supposed to be like Neo or something? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> oh man, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Oh, good old Nick. Good old Nick. Um, apparently, I, I really want to see the... Uh, apparently, the movie that he just did with the... What is it called? Pig? Like, it, it looked from the trailers like it was just going to be this, like, goofy, like, like off-the-wall, uh, John Wick-esque type movie. But apparently, it's not. It's like a, like a serious drama movie or whatever. He just did one called uh, Willy's Wonderland. Which I've seen, like, advertised, and I just, it looks so strange just based on the cover. I mean, it, it looks bizarre. Um, you know, and, and like, I'm kind of like with, with Nicolas Cage, there's probably the potential I could really perceive him as being a serious actor if he didn't agree to do literally every single movie. That yeah. He's ever <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, Oh, wow. So, okay. So, I mean, this is random rabbit trail here, but I just looked up quick information about Willy's Wonderland. So, it released in February of this year. <laughs> Budget of $5 million. And they made a box office smash hit, by the way, of 431020 bucks. So, so, yeah. So, was it just, was it just solely released on uh, streaming platforms or... Um, that I don't know, but it, it's, that's, he, that's like he, the only thing I can figure unless they, unless they, uh, released, uh, unless they sent it off to theaters, like during the lockdowns, which would make no sense at all, but <laughs> yeah, let's see. It was originally set for a worldwide theatrical release in October, but was postponed in response to the pandemic. Instead, it was released through video on demand with a simultaneous uh, limited okay. yep. limited theater release in the U.S. So, yeah, it wasn't really released um, in theaters. It was just a limited basis, but mostly uh, VOD. But, uh, yeah, I guess he plays this, like, quiet drifter who's tricked into cleaning up an abandoned family entertainment center and it's haunted by these like murderous animatronic characters. Oh, I think I have seen the trailer for that. Yeah, it's like kind of like a a, a spinoff of Five Nights Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And he did do Pig recently too. So <laughs> yeah, I, I I still want to see it because 
Because, like, people have said, like, unironically that it's really good. But I mean, it made $3 million, so huh? there you go. <laughs> but and anyway. Nicolas Cage is back on the rise. That That's right. He's back on the rise and probably coming back for uh, National Treasure 3. So uh, <laughs> we'll see if that can resurrect his career. <laughs> but uh, anyway... Um, I guess we'll move on to, I would say, what we'll probably be spending the majority of our time on, and that's the uh, Sony releases that are coming out with uh, with the PlayStation, which I'm pretty excited for several of these titles. Um, and, it, I mean, it looks like Sony's got a pretty bright feature ahead of it, which is, you know, a surprise to virtually nobody. Um, but they, they did announce one thing in particular that... Um, I'm excited for, um, or at least I was, <laughs> I'd say I'm still excited for it, but we'll see how it turns out. But, um, some of the other stuff they announced first, they announced a Spider-Man two game, which is the sequel to the Insomniac one that came out in, I think 2018. Um, and this one, I don't know that they announced an actual release date, but it's probably going to come out either next year or 2023. Um, um, from what I'm reading, it's it's slotted to come out in 2023. Oh, okay, gotcha. Supposedly, this game is going to have like an insane amount of content. I think the the voice actor for Venom gave a given an interview, and uh, some uh, the person conducting the interview asked him like how long he knew, uh, like how long did he know that he was going to be voicing Venom, and he said like maybe a couple months. Huh. Like just because that's how much content is in the game. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Because in the trailer, they they show regular Peter Parker, Spider Man, and then they show Miles Morales with him. So it makes it seem like you're going to be able to use both of those characters in the game, which makes sense at this point. Because you know they'd be kind of yeah. weird since they're both Spider Man of the same New York City, and yet you only get to use one at this point. So um, they'll do that, and then they show Venom at the very end, which I'm pretty excited about that because um, he's he's one of my favorite. Spider-Man villains, and I thought they did a great job with uh, Doc Ock in the first game. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty eager to see what they do with this one. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's one of them. And I guess they're also doing Insomniac is also making a Wolverine game. Yeah, I am curious about. Um, I, I wonder if this is going to be like a like an Origins type um, game. Mm-hmm. Which like, cool. I don't think they've released really any any info about it, but. Uh... I thought they showed. I thought Wolverine they showed the original game. Wolverine suit in it as well. The the yellow, the classic suit from the comics. I thought I'd seen it in that trailer or, or something. I'm not I sure. Um, maybe it's a skin or something you can download. So from from my understanding, it's it, in terms of gameplay, it's going to be really similar to the uh, the Spider Man games. I'd, okay. I would imagine. <laughs> Which you know, hey, I'm, I'm certainly not complaining. Um, the the combat, especially for, because um, I haven't played Spider Man Miles Morales, but I've played um, the, the the original, the, the first one, mm -hmm. and the combat was just so fluid in that game. Um, yeah, yeah, it, so. it, you know, because the original Spider Man two was, I mean, it was pretty groundbreaking for its time because it was open world, basically New York, but the the combat system was so repetitive. And a lot of these Spider-Man games have had very repetitive, uh, you know, fighting and, and so forth. But that, that game I thought did a great job of making it seem fresh and, you know, not just the same couple moves 
when you're fighting bad guys. So now uh, I have heard there's been a lot of people on Twitter complaining about about this, uh, specifically about uh, Peter's spider arms, and uh, mm. the the main the main the main reason for why people have been upset about it is because uh, is because he uses technology. I'm like, do you not like you obviously don't know the character of that book. yeah <laughs> that's his whole shtick you know what i mean like creating gadgets like i just i don't like it's such a weird like, like i hate to break it to you for... but we've we've moved past the 1960s spider-man like we have yeah, know, he right? uses technology that'd be kind of strange for a superhero especially one that yeah spider-man's super cool but you know he's he's got he's got web shooters and he can wall crawl and stuff like that but he it makes sense that he would use technology as well to to well, and, benefit and, him. and if and if this spider-man is connected to to tony stark in any way it's like yeah of course he would use like nanotech and mm-hmm. uh, uh i'm trying to remember the technical term but basically the the mechanical spider arms it's like yeah it would absolutely make sense that he would use those <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, of all the things to nitpick I, I don't really understand that one but uh yeah yeah well we'll see how it turns out but i'm pretty curious what they do with it so uh, i'm gonna have to get a ps5 because i guarantee you this is not going to be available for uh ps4 <laughs> well and, and and the funny thing too is is that this whole gpu shortage and and silicon uh shortage is supposed to like last until 2022 uh, uh, of course. so it's yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be um gonna be an uphill battle for sure to get a hold of anything new in terms of gpus or, or consoles or anything uh, yeah unfortunately yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Because um, I think Sony has kind of redesigned the PS5 a little bit. Not really, like, completely redesigned it, but did some kind of new thing with uh, with the model. Took something out or made something shorter. I'm not sure what they did, but they're I guess they're trying to figure out a way to make more uh, models of it, but I don't know if it's really going to help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, um, I would imagine, if anything, it would be for... It, either it be something storage related, uh, yeah. Because there were a lot of people trying to um, put in like uh, plug in like external uh, SSDs. Uh, so I'm sure it'll be something either storage related or um, like heat ventil- like ventilation uh, related, like just in terms of thermals and cooling and stuff. I I would imagine anyway. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, going going back to some of these 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 new announce these new announcement these new announcements. Gosh, there you go. Today. It's coming. Um, <laughs> I know, right? But um, so they just announced Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is basically it, it more or less looks like DLC for Borderlands Three. I mean, it does it does look cool for um those who are interested in the Borderlands franchise. I could I just personally never really got into it. Um, but but I will I will say to give this particular game credit, um, they are doing something kind of weird and different in that uh, the game's gonna have like a fantasy setting, but there's um, but you're still gonna be using guns and like explosives and 
um, like futuristic technology. Uh, it, it, so it kind, of, kind of a neat spin. You don't really see that happening a lot, um, you know, in terms of just like kind of combining like genres more or less. Um, so, but but yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, for what it is, it's like, is it like, is it really? When I think about this in my mind, I'm like, is it really its own game, or is it just kind of more or less DLC from Borderlands Three? And it's just, I don't know. But but either way, it, it does look fairly cool. Um, so, and apparently yeah. that's going to be coming out this uh, this upcoming March. So, oh, okay, interesting. So. Yeah, I've not I've not really played the Borderlands games before. It just for some reason it just never really appealed to me. I'm not even quite sure what it's about. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's not, it's just not something I've tried. So I, I can't really say for, for certain whether I'd like it or not. I just, I don't know. There's, there's other things that I've been interested in. So I just not really given my time and money to it. So, um, but yeah, um, I guess we can move on to this one. The, the, probably the big one, at least for me, um, I don't know about you, but for me, it's it's probably the biggest one that I was not expecting. Um, I think it was like the first major one that they announced towards the end uh, when they really get, started getting into like the big stuff. And um, they announced a Knights of the Old Republic remake for Star Wars. And for those of you who may not be aware or have not played it, um, I mean, this for those is cons- of you who have lived under a rock, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is considered one of the best Star Wars games of all time, um, one of the most beloved Star Wars games of all time. Um, I mean, it came out in two thousand three. I mean, can you believe that? Eighteen years ago, and um, I was actually just playing it on my iPad because the Aspire, which is making the the remake, came out with the remastered version of the original one. So you can play it on uh, more modern tech, but uh, yeah, I mean it. That Kotor, as it's it's more commonly called, is just a much beloved game. I mean, from the the story, I mean, the story is so rich in in content. The characters, the villains. I mean, the the worlds that you can go to, the world building. I mean, it, it's it's fantastic. And I remember when it came out. Um, I mean, I had to have been like 10 years old, 10 or 11 years old when I got it and seeing that you could, you know, make choices that would determine whether you'd be a Jedi or Sith. And I was like, wow, I'd never seen a game like that before. And uh, so that, I mean, that's one of the biggest things about it is, you know, you make choices that, that determine the path that you will take. And so, you know, Star Wars fans like us, we've been waiting for years to see if they would do some kind of remastered version of it, make it, bring it into the more innovative, modern-looking uh, graphics and and so forth. And there's been all kinds of rumors for years that there'd be a Kotor three because they've done Kotor one and two, and they just never did a, a third one. So. You know, yeah, which was bizarre because they kind of left Kotor two on a on a cliffhanger more or less. Oh, massive cliffhanger! Um, yeah, 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 and, and they they tried to make up for it by like, I mean, they released a Revan book which um, takes place after Kotor two, and so they they try to answer some questions, and then they did the Old Republic 
MMO, which came out in 2011, which they're just now celebrating their 10-year anniversary. So they, they've tried to, you know, to do some justice to it, but, you know, I, I would just prefer a straight-up KOTOR 3 and actually experience, you know, what was meant to happen. But who knows if we'll get it at this point. So, yeah, they they announced it was a very short teaser. Um, you start, you hear the, the familiar voice of Bastila Shan, which the actress, Jennifer Hale, she was uh, confirmed to be returning to play that character again in uh, the game. So they're, sounds like they're bringing back some um, classic voice actors to replay their, their roles, so that'll be cool. Um, but yeah, you, you hear a voice, and then you see this, this shadowy figure, and then he ignites his lightsaber, and it's, you know, one of the one of the biggest characters in the game. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was pretty cool to see. Um, I'm a little concerned with this article I had read. You know, one of the one of the biggest concerns I would say from uh, Kotor fans like us is if you're remaking it, you know, what do you, what all are you going to change? You because know, I, I would say Particular, there's some particularly in the uh, in the writing department. Yeah, with <laughs> the plot, like the, there's some things I, I think do need changed. I think the obviously the graphics need updated, but beyond that, you know, the the gameplay. I I even though I'm I'm used to the turn based combat, I wouldn't be upset if they got rid of that and did more of like the Fallen Order type. Um, uh, either way, I'd be fine with it as long as it it works with the game and it doesn't feel like it's you know ruining the experience but um mm-hmm. so there's and you know I, I would like to see new side quests i don't necessarily think every single side quest from the original needs to be in this one um certain side quests i would just straight up skip because they were boring <laughs> so you know things like that I'm, I'm totally fine with um but the core story of it no you can't change it like you know and that's kind of what i'm concerned about here because um i guess some Star Wars fans are upset because one of the one of the writers that was confirmed for this remake, her name is I think her name is Sam Mags, and I had never heard of her, but um, she I guess um, she's done like Fangirl's Guide to the Galaxy. She's authored some of whatever that is, um, and um, I guess she has a history of taking some controversial stances among the star wars community for one thing um she hates the original trilogy um oh goody yeah so so this article here it says max has consistently attacked star wars fans over the years denouncing the original star wars trilogy and endlessly praising the sequel trilogy which has typically been received poorly by fans of the classic trilogy She's also said that the original Knights of the Old Republic game isn't her favorite game, even though now she's curiously saying the opposite. So, you know, so I, I don't know about you, but that that just gives me a whole lot of comfort that this person is going to be, you know, one of the people in charge of rewriting this beloved game. I know, right? It's like, she doesn't like. <laughs> yet again, we have somebody who knows nothing and or hates Star Wars, right? One of the last remaining uh franchises within the the Star Wars universe that has been completely fucked over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just <sighs> figures I knew it was too good to be true. I I I I knew it was too good to be true whenever I saw the announcement. I was like they they're gonna bring in somebody who doesn't know shit about Star Wars or straight up just 
hates Star Wars to come in and, and write this new, like, like goddamn it, it, it figures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it. It's it's frustrating, and hopefully she's not the main writer. I'm sure they've got a pool of writers that are working on this game. So hopefully, you know, because I don't know if you watched it, but um, the people over at Sony interviewed like one of the main people over at Aspire that's that's making this game, and they said that they've drawn from a pool of of different people to work on it. So it's not just the people at Aspire and Lucasfilm Games and and Sony, but they've also brought in people from like Bioware, the people that originally worked on the first KOTOR games um, to help make this one. So that is encouraging that they're doing that, and it's not just, it's not like EA is just doing this themselves because uh, EA has no involvement in it as far as I know. So that's good. Um, but I'm also concerned too because in the interview, it was pointed out that this is a new project for Aspire because they're, they're more known for just remastering games. They don't really remake any games, so this is the first one they're actually remaking in in their own words from the ground up. So I'm like, man, that you know, if they had a history of doing that with other titles and it was received well, I'd feel better about it. But their first one that they're really doing it with is is Kotor. Like that kind of makes me nervous um, for what it's going to turn into. And yeah, it's like, uh, hey, let's let's use let's have our first ever remake title be arguably like the biggest like star wars video game in history yeah <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah let's let's use let's have it be kotor the game that most star wars fans like beloved mm-hmm. definitely and you know if depending on what happens with this one if they screw this up can you imagine the the uh anxiety for if they decide to do the second one too um because that one i would argue like there's things i enjoy more about the first one than the second one but there's also things i like more about the second kotor than the first one um Mm -hmm. and i think some of the some of the story content for the second one is is even more rich i would say um, particularly with Kreia and the force and just things that i'm not used to seeing in in a star wars game or any sort of star wars content so you know it's just hopefully i mean this is obviously not a guarantee it's going to be bad but it's definitely a reason to lower your expectations so that way if it turns out not to be (laughs) a good game it's not a complete surprise um i guess as long as we have access to the original one um that's fine but yeah we'll we'll see We'll see how it plays out, you know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they don't pull an evolve and be like, "All right, we're pulling the original game off from Steam." And <laughs> oh yeah, that that'd be frustrating. Remove the licensing. It's like, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's that's kind of the news on that. So we'll. Uh, uh, I did briefly. I did briefly want to uh, touch on God of War Ragnarok because that's going to be uh, oh, dropping yeah. as well. Yeah, that, that's um, that's a big one. Yeah, and uh, I've seen a lot of people, again, people on Twitter, man, like a lot of people have been complaining about how um, th- that this game just looks like a quote-unquote clone of uh, the, the the first God of War. Uh, I, I guess in a way, the, f- the first God of War, or, or the, the 
PS4 God of War was kind of a remake in a sense, but it's like, but people are basically saying that it's just a clone of that game, and I'm like, but they're like, it, it, it's so weird though, because they use examples of like, Fredo's getting in the boat, and it's like, well, yeah, like, like, most people who get in the boat are probably going to enter the boat the exact same way every time. Like, yeah. like I don't, like, I don't so, like, walk up to my car and be like, all right, I'm going to do a 360 backflip <laughs> or whatever into my driver's seat, you know? It's like... <laughs> I mean, you know, it just kind of depends on your day, yeah. but, you know, I don't think most people I mean, do I that. guess so, variety is the spice of life. So. <laughs> it's true, it's true. So, for those listening who aren't familiar with the God of War series, just kind of give us a, a brief um, description of what what's this game essentially about um so in in a way i suppose if we're just sticking to the ps4 franchise line of it because yeah. there the the first three games were kind of uh more arcadey in a sense they were very like um i'd kind of in terms of gameplay wise they were very similar to like devil may cry where you know, your your main goal was just to kill as many enemies as possible and collect orbs and experience and stuff. Um, but but with this with this line specifically with um, with God of War and Rag, Ragnarok, um, it basically uh, it's not really much of a spoiler, but uh, Kratos' wife essentially uh, ends up passing away mm-hmm. and. Um, and so, and in order to kind of enact this, like, burial rite, pilgrimage type thing, I, I'm, again, I'm just operating solely off memory here, uh, but in order to kind of do this burial rite uh, pilgrimage, uh, he and his son kind of embark on this journey, and um, throughout the course of, of the events, the um, the Norse gods are basically intervening, and because uh, again, I never, I never beat the first game. Uh, fun- funnily enough, it, like we were talking about this, but uh, <laughs> I made the drastic mistake of uh, setting uh, during my first playthrough of the first game. I made the mistake of setting it on the hardest difficulty possible because you know I was like, <laughs> I can handle this. But uh, once you once you set it on the hardest difficulty, though, you can't change it like you can't like <laughs> alter the settings yeah but the problem is i've already made so much progress now into the game that if i were to just restart like i would undermine so much progress yeah and so it makes it harder to keep going with it because it's like oh i've already played this but i gotta keep going because you know yeah. <laughs> and i and i'm guessing it's not a super short game either it probably takes some time to get through it Oh yeah, no. They're very in terms of like content in general. It's very content rich. Um, gotcha. So I don't know why I've not played it yet. I've got a PS4, but I've not. I've been meaning to play it, and I've heard nothing but great things about it. So I, I need to. I need to just sit down and you, play. You it. definitely should. It's it's really fun. I I definitely think it's a game you'd enjoy. Um, yeah, and I love story rich games like that. So I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure I would eat it up. I've seen, so I've seen um a couple people play it on like Twitch and stuff. So I've I've got a general idea of the kind of game it is, and I, I can tell it's something that I would like. So I need to I need to just play it. But uh, yeah, because I I'd heard that there's like some interactions with Thor and Odin. Um, yeah, I believe I believe Thor is gonna be in this upcoming game, and a lot of again people have been complaining that Thor is fat, and I'm like, I, 
Well, like, listen, I know nothing about, like, Norse mythology or anything, so I can't be like, oh, well, it makes sense that Thor is fat or whatever, but I'm like, <laughs> like, who, who cares? Like, it's a game, like, it's not... It's not really it's like, about Thor, it's just... <laughs> it's not trying to be historically accurate based on the, like, the mythos of, like, it's, it's just, uh, I don't know, it, it, it is a little bizarre, like... I mean, I could kind of understand if the entire game was was trying to be as accurate as possible to like uh, Norse mythology, but it, but it's not though because like Kratos, uh, I don't know if Kratos himself is um, from Greek mythology, but like they 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 basically combine like Greek and Norse mythology into the same universe. So it's not like it's not like they're trying to be one hundred percent accurate, like. Oh, just it's just it's just a really bizarre, like out of all the things to critis- criticize the game over, it's like like this this is it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of strange, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that that's definitely something to keep an eye on. And did they did they announce a a release date for it? Is it coming out next year or this year? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think they've released a um. I don't think they've released a release date for it. But okay. I I would imagine it's either going to be late late like probably quarter four of next year or uh, possibly even twenty twenty three. I mean, if it's following like the what Spider Man Two's uh, development cycle, mm-hmm. I'd imagine it's probably going to be. I'd imagine it's probably going to be a, a twenty twenty three release. But. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's pretty exciting. There's there's a lot of stuff coming out that either fans have been wanting or they've been surprised about and kind of excited about. So, um, I'm, yeah. And, I, and what's fun, what's funny. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like another thing that I've been seeing too, is that a lot of people have been complaining that there, there weren't really any FPS titles dropped in this whole announcement, but I'm like, I'm so tired of FPS right now. <laughs> it's like, and I'm like, first of all, like most FPS titles are like third party games anyway like they're multiple platform games anyway um and and like and even still it's not like xbox has a ton of fps games either it's like they have halo infinite and like that's it gears of war i think is another one yeah but are they are they making a new gears of war game but even still um not not i don't think right now but yeah like well gears of war isn't really an fps game but but, i mean it's a shooter more or less yeah but I mean, but I mean, even still, it's like the, it's, it's they not act on like, the same level. They act like Xbox. They act like Xbox offers so much more like differing content in terms of like, um, you know, and their exclusives. I'm like, it's really not much different genre wise from. It's like I don't know. It's it, it's really bizarre. And like, and even still, the, why would? And maybe maybe this is just like coming from a like an outsider's perspective but like why would sony want to make a like make a multiplayer fps title an exclusive like because those type of titles aren't going to generate you as much money if they're exclusives you know what mm-hmm. i mean like oh uh, well uh, you know they complain about like, it if they did that too if they even if yeah. they made one and it was an exclusive they complain about sony being exclusive yeah so. so it's like yeah it's it's really bizarre to me 
yeah, there's there's really no way to win. And I don't know. I, I'm not an expert on, you know, FPS stuff because I, I don't mind shooters. I mean, they're they're fun. Um, I don't really they're not my primary um, game to play. I mean, I'd prefer story story games. Um, but I mean, they're, they're fine, but I mean, there are just so many of them out right now. I don't know why people are so obsessed. Yeah. Like you've got all kinds of FPS games to choose from that are either have either just come out or are getting ready to come out. Like, I don't, well, and but, not to mention that like FPSs in general have been pretty stale. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like when was the last time there was an FPS title that was super innovative? You know what I mean? Like when was there's just there's just only so much you can do with an FPS. Like even with Borderlands Three, it, it borrows a lot from the previous Borderlands games. I mean, not that that game isn't, not that the, that game like is terrible in terms of gameplay, but it's like there's there's not a whole lot of innovation going on with like yeah. FPS at the moment. So I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, well, complainers gonna complain. That's what they I gonna know. do. Yeah. So. Oh man. So yeah, we so we've got that and was there was there something else we wanted to talk about? I'm not sure if there was anything that was just uh stirring up inside of you that you just you know, you just could not go another week without talking about. But uh you know, that that's pretty much that's pretty much the biggest stuff that's happening. Um I do I do know Spencer, you probably aren't really interested in this, but I do know that the um the Apple event supposed to happen tomorrow where they announce the next uh, lineup of iPhones there. So that'll be interesting. Um, and and uh, I guess the thing about it, there's a rumor that they're going to have to increase the prices of it because of the shortage. And the, uh, and I guess there's also a rumor that like the, the flagship, if you will, the, I guess it's going to be called a, called a iPhone 13, but the pro max is going to offer up to like a terabyte of storage, which I'm like, who the heck needs a full terabyte of storage in your phone? Like uh, that's yeah, that's a I crap just, ton of storage for just a just a cellular device. But yeah, I mean, like I don't know. To me, it just seems so ridiculous. It's, it yeah. just keeps getting more and more. It, it seems like they do all this just as an excuse to ramp up the price for like newer phones. Well, and the rumored price I'd seen for it was like seventeen ninety nine. And I'm just like, holy moly! I remember when. Uh, well, the... you know the sad thing is, is that like, it, the the sad thing is, is that people will actually pay that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the uh, oh the the AirPods, the AirPods Max, I think is what it's called, the headphones that they made like a year ago, insanely priced. Um, you, it's like 550 bucks for it. And it doesn't really do a it's whole lot. It, yeah, there's there's not much in the way of settings on it. It's, it's pretty much just tied to your to your iPhone. There's there's not a whole lot, and the case for it looks so stupid. Um, well, and and my whole thing with like having wireless earbuds is like I don't want to invest a shit ton of money in them because odds are, knowing me, I'll end up losing one or dropping one or you know, break it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to invest an insane amount of money in uh, in something that I'm more than likely going to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I, I got the pros, and they're pretty nice, but yeah, I mean, you just you got to be really careful with them because, man, I could, yeah, I could definitely see people losing them um, as small as they are. I mean, 
even if you just like leaned over wrong over the sink or something if while you're like you know getting yourself ready to, to go to work or something and you bend the wrong way it could fall down the drain and you're like oh crap so like yeah it, yeah exactly it's a lot of money to spend so but anyway that's that's about all i got um i think oh one thing that did spring to mind uh oh yeah, this was something it. we were going to talk about uh last time but we didn't have have the time for oh yeah but yeah. uh we we're gonna talk about the far i guess is it um no, no way, way home, home trailer mm-hmm. yeah which can we just get this out of the way why do they keep naming these these home titles they're so stupid like because you need home in the title all right how dare you all right it's, yeah it's like homecoming i remember <laughs> when homecoming came out, i was like that's kind of a strange title for a spider-man film but whatever and then they did far from home like okay what now they're doing no way home like guys this is not <laughs> this is not super innovative like what this is weird but anyway yeah the uh the trailer for No Way Home, which I would say is probably the biggest thing that people are super hyped about because there's been so many rumors about this about this film because it deals with the multiverse and the idea that we might be seeing the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in this film. And it's already been confirmed that, you know, the original Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2 is going to be in it. The Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to be in it. Um... We know Green Goblin's going to be in it. We just don't know for sure if it's going to be the original Green Goblin or a different one or how are they going to do that. So they they released this this trailer a few weeks ago, actually. And I'm, I mean, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm just concerned just because, you know, we've talked about Loki and our issues with it. And with them dealing with the multiverse, I mean, I just I can see so many things going wrong with it. If even if the the rest of the film turns out to be not great as long as they bring in like the original um spider-man in it and they they do it well i'd be fine with it um because i'll I'll just freely admit that's all i want i don't care if the story's terrible i just want to see the original (laughs) one swinging around again but uh but yeah I, i will say there were a couple. There were a couple things that i thought were kind of odd about the trailer the the name one the the biggest one being I guess this isn't like a big deal. It's just kind of strange and an example of poor writing, I would say. Is so the idea in this trailer is, um, you know, following the events of the second one when everybody finds out that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Spoiler alert. Um, he yeah, goes I mean, to the movie's been out for a while. It's not really much. Like yeah, if 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 you weren't gonna if you haven't seen it by now, odds are you you weren't gonna see it. So. Right, right. So yeah, he so he goes to Doctor Strange in this trailer, and he he Peter Parker does, and he tries to, you know, help have him help him, kind of use um, his magic to undo people knowing that he's Spider Man. So they have this scene where, um, oh, what's his name, Wong? Which I have to say, like that single handedly undermines all of the character work that was done for Doctor Strange in his respective films like it's just it's so bizarre to me that like he he just so willingly goes along with doing this that uh, I can't remember the name of his character the the side character but um side character basically tells him you know explicitly Wong thank you uh explicitly tells him to not do it and he goes Mm -hmm. along with it anyway and it's like, like I don't know it just seems like 
this just it just doesn't seem like something that Doctor Strange would do. Like, because we have, especially in the during the events of the the first Doctor Strange movie, it just it it seems so like with having to deal with Dormammu and everything. I just I don't know. It it it's really it's really bizarre. Yeah, it does seem kind of strange <laughs> um, that he would do that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. My my biggest one of my biggest complaints is how he how Peter is. You know, he starts to be like, "Well, wait, you're gonna erase everyone's memory of me being uh, Spider-Man. What about what about MJ? What about all these people?" And he's like, "Sorry, that's not how the spell works." And I'm just sitting there thinking, "Yeah, but you can just go and tell them." Like, I don't understand why undoing yeah. this makes it I to mean, where I they can never figure it out. But if we're being as charitable as possible, it would be like, "Oh well, my uh, like the history mm-hmm. with like you know his history with MJ at." at with her knowing that he's Spider-Man would be erased. But even still, that's like a short amount of time. Like, yeah, like she would still like, it, it wouldn't completely like erase their entire relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they did that. And then, um, you know, it goes through the series of shots where it, it almost looks like he's training, um, Doctor Strange is training Spider-Man with um, some different stuff. So it, it definitely looks like he's taking the place of Tony Stark as like his mentor, which I think that's kind of cool. Um, I think he's he's a pretty good character to, to fill those shoes. Um, but yeah, we see um, at the end, we see uh, the Doc Ock arms come out and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock appears and he just says, hello, Peter. And, and that's the end of it. Um, and then we see one of the Green Goblin bombs roll out, uh, which is pretty cool. And it looks like one of the original ones. It, it doesn't look like a new one. So that, that makes me wonder if it's if it's the Willem Dafoe. But I don't want to get my hopes up on that. So, But I guess it's supposed to have like Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro, um, possibly the Lizard in it. Um, and it, it seems like they're trying to do kind of like a Sinister Six type of type of stuff because they've tried to do that before, but with like the Amazing Spider-Man, but then they had to cancel it. Um, so you know we've not really seen that thing before. But the thing that uh, the other thing that concerns me about this is it seems like they're jamming so much into one film that I I fear that it's going to be too much for a. Uh, a two two and a half hour movie unless they spill it over into doctor strange and continue the spider-man story there but i don't know if that would work either because does that take away from doctor strange's story i guess we'll just see how it plays out but i don't know it ah, man and plus there's i guess rumors that this might be the final mcu spider-man movie for uh, tom holland and then he might do stuff for like the the venom verse as it's being called i guess for uh sony so I don't know. There's there's a whole lot of what ifs going on here. I'm I'm a little nervous about how it's gonna play out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we already know that it's gonna incorporate the multiverse, and like, yeah. I don't know, and and we've talked about this extensively. It's like anything that incorporates multiverse at this point, I just I just know is gonna be categorically bad. Like I just it, it's gonna be from a writing standpoint, it's just gonna be terrible. But like. I don't know, like, it'll be cool, like, having all the cameos and stuff, like, it, it'll be cool to see Alfred Molina, uh, Alfred Molina 
um, reprise his role. It'll be cool to have some of the the, the Amazing Spider-Man content um, in mm-hmm. there. It, I mean, yeah, like it'll it'll be cool to have all these cameos and stuff. I think it's gonna my my prediction for the movie is that kind of like what you were saying. I think it's gonna suffer a lot from the problem that Spider-Man Three had, where they try to just frame in as many villains as possible. Yeah, and it's just gonna bog the entire like story down because it's just it's having to bounce from one thing to the next to the next to the next, and mm-hmm. and um. Like, I could very well see that happening with with uh, No Way Home. Yeah, I could too. I, I think that's a pretty fair prediction. And um, you know, I I'm still kind of mixed on how I feel about the Tom Holland Spider Man films in general. I mean, they've been okay. He his performance alone has been has been really good. It's just mm-hmm. the movies the movies have been kind of hit and miss for me. Like, there's things I like about them, but there's other things that I just I don't know. They just don't really work with me. And so it's been hard for me to actually invest in his version of the character. Um, so, you know, and I'm so uh, it's, it's kind of exhausting at this point, the amount of Spider-Man reboots that they've done that it's just, it's hard to care anymore. <laughs> no, Spider-Man reboot. <laughs> it's it's really hard to like, I honestly, and I mean this, I think the, I think the 2018 Spider-Man video game, that Spider-Man I think is way better than uh, than the, the MCU Spider-Man that we've had. Um, just the yeah, way because they, I, I feel like my, my, just the my character biggest, development I think has been so much better. I think. Yeah, I'd have to replay it, um, but I think I would agree with you more or less. Um, but my my biggest gripe with the MCU's version of Spider-Man is that he doesn't really. And this is somewhat subjective, I suppose, but he doesn't really feel like his own character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's constantly shackled to other characters, to other cameos. Like in Homecoming, for example, you had Iron Man, and he like in and idolizes Iron Man. Um, in uh, Far From Home, he's shackled to um, Nick, Nick Fury, Fury and, and or well, I guess Nick Fury, quote unquote. And uh, and Mysterio, uh-huh. um, and then now in this one it's going to be Doctor Strange. So it doesn't feel like like I always I the thing that I always really gravitated towards with the Sam Raimi Spider Man films was that Peter like it was it was a lot more introspective. Like Peter had to really weigh like whether or not him being Spider Man was like you know a net positive like was he doing more good than harm like mm-hmm. and how was this like how would like is it worth trying to battle between his two lives and like keeping everything a secret from everybody like i don't know i i, I liked that sam raimi's spider-man dealt with problems on his own and found ways to deal with him deal with them on his own and i'm not saying like you can't have Spider-Man ever, like, have help from anybody. But it's just, it seems like everything about Marvel's MCU Spider-Man is just shackled to something else. Yep. It's not, like, he's not his own character. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. You know, because, I mean, in the comics, there are plenty of times where Spider-Man interacted with 
other heroes like the Fantastic Four and the X-Men and Daredevil and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. But it wasn't constant. Like, it happened. Yeah. But for the most part, he had to figure it out himself. He went up against these really tough situations and these villains, and he had to use his own intellect to figure it out. And you'd see him fail and learn from his mistakes on his own but he wasn't constantly relying on other heroes to come in and help him because he he couldn't he had to do it himself and that i think is one of the most compelling things about his characters because he's 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 basically in charge of this massive city and he's gotta he's gotta figure it out on his own whereas in in these pretty much since the very beginning he's been relying on other heroes to help him and he's been kind of I don't know, his his role and even his own film seems kind of diminished. And it's just, you know, at first I could kind of get over it just because, okay, well, he's really, he's actually pretty young in this film. He's trying to figure out his, his own stuff. But it's been a consistent thing in everything since Homecoming. Um, and it just doesn't feel like his character has really grown. And even in this trailer, it feels like it's about the same as it was before. It doesn't feel like it's really changed much, changed much yeah, exactly. since then. So, yeah, I guess we'll just see what happens with it. But I don't know. My my expectations for it are kind of low at this point. Um, aside from the cool cameos, I just don't know that this is going to do a whole lot to really advance the character as a whole or the MCU. Um, I think it's mostly going to be, you know, a nostalgia fest for people that grew up with the originals and and the David Webb ones. And it'll also serve as a, as a stepping stone to Dr. Strange. Cause right now, I mean, it really does feel like Dr. Strange is the movie we're all waiting for. I mean, when I went and saw Shang-Chi, um, even even in that movie, there were parts where like, okay, clearly they're leading up to Doctor Strange. Um, so that yeah, definitely that's feels like that's the big movie that we're all waiting for at this point, or at least the MCU is wanting to release. Um, so we'll see how much it drags it down. But yeah, I I don't know. I I'm I'm still excited because again, I I want to see some of these you know cameos, but. I know full well that I'm not really going into it expecting a really rich, deep, profound story in, in the yeah, in No Way Home. So, you know, I'm just going to be entertained, and that's about it. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for our show today. Really appreciate you guys coming along for the ride here. We will catch you next time. In the meantime, have a great rest of your week. Take care. See you guys.